1: the Lord, everybody. Well, we're going to kick it off. Welcome to a new month here on August 1st, 2023. I'm excited to be here with Dr. Sabrina Sessions of Miracle Internet Church. This is our first show of the week. We did not have programs yesterday. Thank you for bearing with me, but we're back today and I'm excited to be on air. Um, Praise the Lord. Dr. Sabrina, welcome back. How you been since last time? Well, I'm
0: more rested, that's for sure. You're sounding Amen? Like a million dollars over there. Yeah, because I got some rest. <laughs> praise
1: God for sleep. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. When you have family in town, uh, there's not a lot of sleep to be had. And um, when you put me and my brother together, even less sleep. But today, I forced myself to get her some rest, and my brother too. So praise God for a little bit of sleep. Uh, doesn't the Bible talk about what does it profit a man to stay up all night? Get some rest? Yes. Paraphrasing, you know? Amen? So, praise
0: the Lord. Uh, well, remember, remember the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath.
1: Yes, that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Remember that, folks. We're not designed to go seven days a
0: week. Thank God for the day. Of non-stop, nonstop, 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 right? nonstop. That's right. And your cell phone is not an appendage. Remember that. It was not in the birth canal.
1: That's right. Jesus didn't carry his cell phone either.
0: That's right. Just say it. <laughs> Amen. Uh, it's uh, awesome to be back with you tonight. Do
1: you want to open us in prayer? The mic is yours.
0: Yes, I'd love to. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for joining us today. We're just absolutely honored that we can spend time with you and fellowship with the saints, with the body of Christ. The unique group of people that you made on the earth to carry the gospel into the ends of the earth. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for every chance we get to say the name Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are indeed the glory and the lifter up of our heads, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that sometimes we need to be humbled and to rest, because we don't know when to stop. We think stop means pause. That's how we drive. We get to the sign that says stop, and we pause and run right into traffic. So, Lord, you're teaching your people to be humble and obedient that they might be blessed in the latter end. We want to thank you for that. We want to thank you for every correction that you bring into our life, every reproof, every rebuke, every chastening, every affliction that you allow, because we're growing thereby. Every plant I've known has needed some form of fertilizer, and we're getting ours. We thank you for the LGBTQIA+, and whatever they added the children on. Finally, we got off our duffs. Yes! Finally, we stood up and said, Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. We want to thank you, Lord, for all the beer drinkers that are dumping Bud Light. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Finally, Anheuser-Busch will land on their you-know-what. We want to thank you for everybody that's boycotting Target and Coles and all the other ones. Why? Because they think the dollar rules all of us. That none of us have morals. None of us have virtues. None of us believe in you. None of us have guts enough and God enough to stand on your word. Well, the devil lied like he usually does. And so we're here to say, Lord, we're still standing in Jesus' name. Your grace truly is sufficient for us. And before it's all over, the world will know for sure that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's why we're here today, Lord. We're here not only to bind demons, but we're here to take territory from the devil. Territory he's stolen from the church. Territory he's stolen from church members. We comprise a part of the kingdom of God. The rest of us beat us home. Well, we'll get to that. Nonetheless, we're yours. We belong to you. And you take care of us. So we have no fear what man may say to us. Or attempt to do to us. We've seen what they did to our Savior. And he reigns victorious. So we're following him. We're following in his footsteps. And we're not giving up. We're not backing up, backing off, or backing down. We thank you, Lord, that you've called us to our senses. We're understanding what they're doing. We're understanding the tactics of the enemy. We're calling on you, Lord, and you're uncovering what he's doing all the time. So thank you for showing us who Hunter Biden really has always been and who his dad is and who all the other people are and who the IMF is and all the club of 300 and all of these other issues. Thank you, Lord. You're greater than all of them. We have no need to fear any of them. All we need to do is keep our eyes fixed on you and follow your holy commands. We so humble ourselves and surrender ourselves to you, Lord. We thank you that you would choose to use mere dust and come live in it and show the world and all the principalities, powers, rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in high place that you're God. We appreciate you and we love you. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. You know me, Lord. I'll pray all day if you let me. We're trusting in in you with all of our heart, and we're not leaning to our own understanding. In all of our ways, we're acknowledging you first, and you will direct our paths. We will not be wise in our own eyes, but we will reverence you and fear you and depart from evil. Thank you, Lord. So we'll have Plenty of health in our navel and marrow to our bones, Lord. Thank you for them fresh red blood cells. We could use them. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, all of his satanic agendas and his demonic assignments against the righteous, and we cancel them all in Jesus' name. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wickedness in Jesus' name. We want nothing to do with his power. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. we Release. Hallelujah. The all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We thank you, Lord, for the victory. We thank you for the overcoming victory in Jesus' name, and we ask you to bless Omega Man, bless him, and bless all of his family members in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen! Amen. Amen. And over to you.
1: Take all the time you like.
0: All righty. Well, church, I'm so glad I have a chance to come back. It's been a little while, you know, but that's okay. That's okay. God, God redeems the time because he's God. He can do that. He is the God of our recovery. And so our recovery is found in him. You know, when something happens, we do what we're supposed to do in the natural because we operate in both realms, the spirit and the natural. So, we do the things that the natural requires, but our dependency comes from on our God. See, one of the problems with the body of Christ is we're kind of um, self-willed. That's right. It's a sin. That is correct. It is a sin. We want to do things our way, the way we've always done them, what's comfortable with us, the same kind of decisions we've always made. We have our little routine and our little pattern, and that's what we're going to do. Well, no. You see, we're not living in any time in life. We're living in the end time harvest time. This is the end time. I heard some... um well-known preacher saying, well, you know, all of this is happening because we're going to approach the end time. No, we're already here. We've been here for some time. If you're just figuring that out, you're behind. You better get caught up. This is the end time. It's not coming. It's here. Judgment isn't coming. Judgment is here. In case you haven't noticed, wake up. Shake yourself because judgment is here. Judgment begins at the house of God. And if you haven't noticed that it's come by and still there, wake up. Get your nose out of whatever hole or portal you put it in because you're too focused there. You need to know what's going on in the kingdom of God because that's what moves your life. At this point in your life, you ought to be demolishing all the fears. God is insistent you will get rid of the fears. He's not playing. He's not gently calling you to it. No, he's putting his foot down. You will get rid of the fear, no matter what kind of fear it is. And see, you think your little fear doesn't make any difference. You are wrong in that regard. You see, we are the body of Christ. And if everybody keeps their little fear, we got we got a bunch of fear and no faith. When we come together, we don't have the power we need. And it's because everybody thinks they can sit back on whatever their little fear is and do nothing about it and wait for heaven. Well, I'm going to tell you, the fearful go to hell. He said it in the book of Revelation. You better believe him. If you don't deal with all those little itty-bitty fears that you have had probably since you were a child and get rid of them, you might well end up in outer darkness and not where you think you would like to be. When Jesus says the fearful aren't coming in, he's not changing it for you, love. He said what he meant and he means what he said. So it would behoove you to get your happy little self on a fast. That's right. You don't have to go into any extreme fast. This is summertime in where most people are. You need some water to stay hydrated. And if, you, if you're so inclined, you might want to take Holy Communion by yourself at the onset. Set aside time to God, your Bible, your notebook, your ink pen, and you and God. That's it. Not the dog, not the cat, not the bird. And let him rotor root you. What does that mean? Just like the plumber does. You're all clogged up. He makes sure the drain is clean and open. All your itsy-bitsy little issues that have accumulated over time and have pressed down on you, and you have this nice spirit of oppression in your life, well, guess what? It's time to get rid of it. Jesus wants the body of Christ activated, activated, activated. He wants us moving. He wants us doing. He wants us listening intently to the Holy Spirit and witnessing to people. Every time we step out the door, whomever he leads us to, even if all we say is, God bless you, we need to witness. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. The time is now, not later now. It's not going to work. If you stand there and don't say the part, the Holy Spirit is prompting you to say to someone. Why? Because that means you allow that person to continue down the path of destruction without you doing your part to intervene. You see, everybody has a part to do something. Everybody isn't called to a big church with a big pulpit. No, that's not his plan anyway. He wants more people out where people are. Talking to people about Jesus about his love, about his sacrifice, and about their sin, of course. And that's where we come in. That's where we come in. You don't have to hand them the whole Bible. All you have to do is say the part the Holy Spirit tells you to say. All you've got to do is step right over yourself. That's right. Deny you. That's a good part. Deny you. And only you can do that. And step right over yourself and open your mouth. Yes, you can open your mouth wide. You've been doing it since before you were born. You put all the food in it you want to. That's how we know your mouth can open wide. There you go. There's the proof. You've been practicing it for years. So now's the time to open it wide so God can fill it. And so you can speak truth to people. Who need to hear it. Some people just need a word of encouragement to know God's eyes are still on them. But did you offer that word? If he gives you that word, then you're supposed to impart it to whomever he tells you to. Jesus went where his father sent him. But some of us are too preoccupied with our own lives, our own agendas, our own whatever is going on to pay attention. You know, every time you witness, it's not going to be somebody uh, that needs hands laid on them. It may not be that at all. It may be a little child that, that dropped his toy and broke it and's about to cry. You just might encourage him. It's okay. You'll get another toy. You know, you never can tell who you're witnessing to really. And you witness to anybody God tells you to, great or small. It doesn't matter if it's the mayor. It doesn't matter if it's the lady in the grocery store. We're supposed to witness everywhere we go. You got laryngitis? Well, while you're being healed, you can stand there and hold the sign. Jesus Christ loves you and died for you. Receive him. Simple. There you go. It's a sign. It works. Pick a corner. Any corner they'll let you stand on. Amen? Amen. You can't just sit there watching the world go down the drain and go, this is awful. That's not going to work. You got to get up and do something about it. Amen? Amen. So today, we're going to talk about break the bondage. That's right. Break. Break. Break the bondage. What bondage? The bondage you still kind of in, you know, you put up with in your own life. So, saints of the Most High God, God is breaking bondages and oppression in the lives of his saints. Remember, Jesus came to the lost house of Israel first. He came to the Jew first and then to the Gentile. So he's here to the church first and then to the world. I think that makes sense, don't you? Just as our God delivered the Hebrews out of the hands of those who oppress them, so he is delivering his saints today out of the oppression of Satan. Yes, I'm not talking to the wrong audience. I'm talking to the people God wants to hear this message. I already know that we were chatting earlier this morning while I was rolling from one side of the bed to the other. He is delivering his saints out of the oppression of Satan's demon forces. Some of us need a good shaking because we've gotten so wound up in what's going on here, there and everywhere that we kind of lost our place. Well, God's come to solve that problem. He is delivering us from the wicked agents of darkness who perform Satan's attack against the church, the body of Christ. Now, some of you are aware, and some of you probably are not, that almost every major Christian denomination has had a major church split in the past five years. Every single one. is. I can't think of one right now that hasn't. And what did it split over? Well, you wouldn't believe it. The LGBTQIA+, and when they added the children on. Now, God is extremely clear in the Scriptures how he feels about this. You see, when he came from heaven to earth to visit Abram, he said, should I hide from him what I'm going to do. Jesus had already made up his mind. He knew exactly what he was going to do. He came down to see it for himself. He'd had plenty of reports of how Sodom and Gomorrah was. Trust me, he knew all about it. He came to see it for himself and sign off on it. And he did. And then the angels took over. So, we know what God says about that. There's no question in our minds, but there's some people for some reason who think that the word of God is not truth. Unfortunately, they will discover how wrong they are. I am hoping that some of those apostates will repent of their sin and return to the Lord. Amen? Because they fell off the side of the cliff. Amen. It's plain. When you're born, you've got your parts. It's already been defined for you. It's been defined. It's obvious. It's on the outside. You can see it. Other people can see it. It's plain as day. You see, the chickens and the roosters aren't confused like that. Have you noticed? So now, so you're going to change what God did, and you're going to twist it around to be your way. You and Leviathan are going to work that out. You and all your perversion spirits and your pride, and you're going to do it your way no matter what. Not. Doesn't work. You know, I read this story the other day of this trans man. There are no such in the Bible. You're male or female, and that's what you are. She's going to stop her transformation progress using spirit of sorcery as many drugs as she can to change her hormones and make her a man. But just before that now, she wants to give birth to a baby. So she and her partner or whatever that per- that male is to her. They can, they can be the first trans couple with a ba- you know this is disgusting. And the article went on to say that after interviewing them, they didn't seem to have anything in their minds, no concern at all, for how this would affect the child. They were only interested in their own selfish desires and ambitions. Well, the Bible says in these days, people will be lovers of them own selves. And they are. So see, the call is all the more urgent, for us to get moving for Jesus. So, God has to get his own people free first. So, we don't have to sit still while he does it. We can be moving and witnessing as he's setting us free. I think the church has forgotten how to fast for the most part. But you know something? Jesus said, these kind won't come out except by prayer and fasting. And he meant exactly what he said. If you got one of those Bibles where that scripture has been removed, you might want to throw it in the garbage. And go get you a King James Version. We'll tell you the truth. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. He is delivering us from the wicked agents of darkness who perform Satan's attack against the church. Yes, the church. The Lord is our rock. He is our fortress. He is our deliverer. He is our God. He is our strength. And we will trust Him to deliver us. We will trust Him to deliver us. See, Some people think deliverance is like pressing a button. You know, either I or Omega Man, or someone else presses the button, the demon pops out, you know, like Jack in the Box, and he comes out, and that's it. No, that is not it. That's not it at all. If that's what you think, you're quite confused dear, and we'll cast that right out of you. No, it comes off in layers. All these sins entered your life at conception, quite a few of them, and then you added your own collection. And sins bring you into the curse. And curses, of course, you know they come with, re- with enforcing demons. So, why are demons there? Well, there's some sin someplace. And it has to go. So, some people believe that the hard part is getting the demons out. No, that's the easy part. The hard part is making sure they never come back. That's the hard part. Keeping them out. Amen. Praise the Lord. He is great. We will trust him to deliver us. He is our help. He is our high tower. Our God is here to deliver us from our fears, from our worries, from our doubts and more. From our inadequacies. Some of us have this um, spirit of perfection. We think we're supposed to have it all together already, and we know exactly how it ought to go, and such and such. No, you don't. God has millions of ways of doing the same thing. We're supposed to learn to trust Him and to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because it's the sons of God that are led by the Spirit of God. We don't have to have all the answers. It's okay not to have all the answers. Why? Because he's our answer and he's our solution. That's not, a, that's not a place for you to get in doubt, fear, and unbelief. That's a place for you to say, Father, I await your answers for me. Amen. Amen. Our mighty Lord is here in our midst. Amen. And in Zephaniah, Zephaniah, yes, it's still in the Bible. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will say. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He doesn't vacillate, but he does move forward. Won't you go with him? I hope you do. Christians who have been tormented, In their minds, Christians tormented by spirits of lust, spirits of adultery, spirits of pedophilia, spirits of fornication, spirits of sexual perversion, spirits of homosexuality, spirits of lesbianism, spirits of self-righteousness, and more. Spirits of addiction, spirits of jealousy, spirits of witchcraft, spirits of pride, spirits of spoil, spirits of idolatry, spirits of inordinate use of authority, spirits of rebellion, spirits of iniquity, spirits of uncleanness, spirits of double-mindedness, spirits of the world, spirits of denial of truth, spirits of fantasy, spirits of carnality, and more! You said all of that cannot be in the body of Christ. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. But God's come to clean us up and to get us ready for war. It's time to be ready for war. We have a two-edged sword in our hand. And at the same time, we're witnessing to others. You see, some of you have learned at least enough to know how to bind the devil. So before you go to witness, bind their devils. How do you do that? Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me for all my sins and iniquities. I repent of them now. I ask you to forgive me. I forgive myself, and I forgive all who have ever sinned against me. I ask you to clothe me in yourself and prepare me to uh, speak your word in truth, to this individual. I bind their demons from my position seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. I surrender myself to you. I open my mouth wide, Lord. Fill it with your love. There you go. You're ready to go. There, see? It's not that hard. you got to have a made-up mind, you see, to serve the Lord. You can't just sit on your duff. It's not going to work. No. Yes, our mighty one, our mighty deliverer is here to deliver his saints. Yes, even spirits of plague. You know, Psalm 91 tells us no plague shall come nigh our dwelling. Well, when you see it approaching that's the time for you to speak to that plague, whatever it is. Whether it's COVID or cancer or whatever it is. And you have to speak to that evil entity and tell it it can't come nigh you. You have to tell it, no, this is holy ground. You can't come here. You can't come here. I bind you in the name of Jesus. You are forbidden from coming here. Amen? So, in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, we move from Zephaniah to Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts, yes, the Lord God of war. Our God is a man of war. He's a mighty warrior. And some of us that are too passive and too fearful and vacillating continually need to throw that off, because you can. You can. The word is nigh you. It's even in your mouth. Yes, you can. In Jesus' name, yes, you can. And join the Lord as one of his warriors. Amen. It's a wonderful place to be. David loved it, and you will too. Many saints have been pressed down by the oppression of the enemy. They have even been spiritually repressed. They have no freedom in their spirit. No joy. No peace. They are unable to freely worship and praise God. That's right. And they are going to be set free. The darkness of oppression is going to lift And we are going to walk in new freedom and liberty in the Spirit of God. The primary key Okay, it's time to write this down now. The primary key to being set free from oppressing spirits and walking in victory over them is a Knowing, you have to know that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. Is a knowing the power and authority that is yours over Satan and his demon forces and part two in using it. You got to know the power that God has given you because he said that. He said he didn't give you a spirit of fear. So that means you picked it up from Satan. You might want to return it to him. It's his. God says he didn't give you a spirit of fear. He gave you a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and of a sound mind. Anything else, you need to go to war against it immediately. And see, some of us have sat there for so long in our own personal pity parties, whining instead of praying and doing warfare, that you become entrapped in lukewarmness. You know, in these light commitments to Jesus, you're not full on. You're not fully committed. You're not sold out. You're just kind of, hmm. Some of you like to use Jesus. You you want to use them for what you want to get, but you don't want to sell out completely. They'll stop you every time in your tracks. The enemy knows who you are, and you're right where he wants you, uncommitted. There is no such thing as un- partial committed. Either you're committed or you're not committed. When you're committed, you're ready to go all the way. You see, when Peter fell, when he denied the Lord three times, in his mind, and his heart, he was ready to go all the way with Jesus. He just did not realize how weak flesh is. However, Jesus prayed for him, and he recovered. Well, Jesus is praying for us. We can recover, too. Yes, there's hope for all of us. Wherever we've dropped the ball, he'll help us find it, pick it up, and get going again. There's hope for you today, if you'll take hold of the truth. Many saints, many saints have allowed the enemy to press them down. He starts with one thing, and they just let him get away with it. The second thing, they let him get away with it. The third time, they just roll over and die, so to speak. Well, God's not going to put up with that. He says that the key to being set free from oppressing spirits and walking in victory over them is knowing. Knowing. Down in your knower, knowing the power and authority that's yours over Satan. Yeah, I heard I got power. Yeah, but you see, it's like this. You've got a brand new car. It's a sports car. Plenty of horsepower. But if you ever crank that thing, you don't know it's got power. If you don't ever crank it, put it in gear, and move it down the road, you don't know that. You just heard about it. See, that's how most Christians are, unfortunately. They heard about it, but they, they haven't experienced it. Why? Because they won't put themselves in a position to experience it. They are too enamored with the earthly carnal life. They like carnality. See, there are those that are drawn to Christ. They've had enough with the world. And there are others who just love the world and everything about it. They want to be a little bit Christian and a a lot worldly. Well, that won't work. That doesn't work. In case you didn't know it, that won't work. Head knowledge is not enough. There are people who want to learn about God, but they don't want themselves changed. That's right. They want head knowledge, but they don't want to do the nitty-gritty elbow work. They don't want to put any elbow grease to this and get out and press in prayer and fasting before the Lord in consecration to God till they get the breakthrough they need. No. You know, we've had the season with the sham box and all the others that helped the body of Christ get their faith up. Well, he took all those people home. Why? Because now it's time. You've seen it? Okay, now get up and walk in it. Get up. You you know what to do now. They taught you what to do. They taught you how to have faith. They taught you how to believe. Okay, now it's time to do it. Amen? you got to do it now. You've got To know that you know that you know until there is no doubt, no hesitation, no uncertainty, no fear in confronting the spirits that will try to oppress your mind and body. You know, I'm reminded of this time when I was at work. And I guess probably I needed to have rested, but... I didn't have time. The schedule said I had to show up to work for this time, and I did. And so whatever was going around since I worked in the health professions, you know, people came and breathed whatever they had on me. Not that I wanted it, but they did. And I remember this one particular day, I was behind the counter, and it was so bad. The body uh, aches and pains and the cramps and the sweating and the about-to-vomits was there. And I'm literally laying on the floor in a fetal position while the technician is typing the prescription in, bringing it over to me with with the pills, and I'm checking it on the floor. And I, in the meantime, when I hand it back to her, I'm banging my fist on the floor going, by his stripes, I have been healed. 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 You see, yes, I did. And she watched me do it. That's right, right there in my white lab coat, right there on the floor, right behind the prescription counter. You see, either you're going to put this to the test, saints, or not. Either God is real or he's a liar. Either you're going to walk in this power that he's given you, or you're going to be judged on that day for not doing it. What are you going to do? It's your choice. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you thought I got here with no tests and trials, (laughs) you lied to yourself. Don't do that. That's not nice. Treat yourself better than that. Amen. God's saints must recognize the oppression of the enemy in their lives and in the lives of others, and exercise the power and authority which God has given us over it. In Luke chapter 10, verse 19, Luke chapter 10, verse 19, Behold, God wants our attention. I give unto you power. He keeps saying that. He gave us power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Well, that's what he said. That's what he meant. We need to learn to believe him. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, Cause us to fully recognize the oppression of the enemy in our own lives. Cause us to recognize this oppression in the lives of those whom you shall choose. We thank you, Father, for your truth becoming our truth. We choose to receive your counsel and understanding and wisdom. We bind our own carnality and foolishness. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oppression is a feeling of being weighed down. Weighed down with worries and problems, with physical or mental distress. It causes situations of weight heavenly on our minds, our spirits, or our senses. it like it clouds over us and presses us down. Slowly, slowly, it's trying to make us shrink. Well, you don't have to put up with that. Around the world, we are being kept down by the cruel and unjust use of power or authority. Through tyrannical leadership. Yeah, all of a sudden things change for the worse suddenly. Well, it's been happening gradually for a long time. This effort is to crush us, to trample upon us, and to destroy us. The book of Romans tells us that where sin abounded, his grace did much more abound. So there's tons of sin everywhere. There's so much more grace. Amen. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 21. Philippians chapter 3, verse 21. Who shall change our vile body? See, I told you we're just dust. That it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. He subdues all things unto himself. But he calls us to go into battle with him. He calls us to win souls with him. If you go out to witness by yourself, that's not how you're supposed to do it. It's supposed to be an adventure with you and the Holy Spirit. You all are supposed to go have fun. It doesn't matter if they want to receive your witness or not. You and the Holy Spirit get to have fun. Amen. You're supposed to enjoy witnessing. It brings glory to your Father and your Lord. You should enjoy it. Amen. Jesus Christ has already conquered every evil in your life. Jesus Christ has already defeated in battle. In battle. We have a warring God. He doesn't sit in the dugout of life. He is the diamond in battle, and forced into full submission Satan and his agents. Let his overcoming victory reign in your life. Allow it to happen. That means some of your I thoughts have got to go, and his thoughts have to replace them. no, It is not fully expressed in your life at this moment, and you already know that. The Israelites were sorely oppressed and under bondage to the Egyptians. They were slaves and forced into hard labor. Their Egyptian rulers had no mercy upon them, but placed very, very heavy burdens upon them and afflicted them in order to keep the Israelites from multiplying, from multiplying, multiplying, and becoming a great people, they ordered all the male babies to be killed at birth. The aim of all of this tyranny was to break the Israelites into pieces. The Egyptians oppressed and exercised dominion over them and afflicted the Israelites in an attempt to wear them down and break their power. The Israelites were vexed and harassed. So in Numbers chapter 20, at verse 14, we see the following. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh unto the king of Edom. Thus saith thy brother Israel, thou knowest all the travail that hath befallen us, how our fathers went down into Egypt and have dwelt in Egypt a long time. And here it comes. The Egyptians vexed us and our fathers. They troubled those people. They persecuted those people at every given opportunity. These words were spoken by Moses. The Israelites were vexed and spoiled. Every time it seemed like they got something, something was taken away. They had straw to make bricks, then all of a sudden they didn't. They were robbed of their possessions until they had nothing and became poor, hungry, and destitute. God saw the oppression of Israel and by His miracle power He delivered them and set them free from Egyptian bondage. God saw the oppression of Israel. He heard the cries of his people because of their suffering. His heart was moved with compassion, and he broke the bondage of the oppressor and set them free. God delivered them out of the hand and power of the Egyptians. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 7, the Lord says, The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. So you can deal with the fears in your life. You can deal with what's oppressing you. God's given you a way of escape. God promised that if his Israelites obeyed him and obeyed his commands, that he would deliver them. He promised to deliver their enemies into their hands. However, despite all of his graciousness, all of his provision for them, they refused to obey. And he said that they would be delivered into the hands of ...of their enemies. Delivered into the hands of their enemies. Saints, if you decide that you don't want to come out of your bondage, you're going to be in trouble. I I wasn't sent here to talk to you about the latest recipe uh, for some cake that's decorated some great way so you can have a good time with that and throw some ice cream on top. No. God's ready for his people to come out of bondage. And his people need to be ready to come out. They need to have the mindset that it's time for me to come out of this. I've been in this for too long. It's time for me to go to the next place with God. It's time for me to make sure I've got my armor on and that I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to submit to my Lord and Savior, and I'm ready to come out. I want to be free. Amen. See, you got to have a made up mind to serve the Lord. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, beginning with verse 28, the Lord said, The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. And thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways, and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. Well, some of you are already in that position. Don't you want to come out? I mean, seriously, do you really want it to be like this for the rest of your life? Don't you want to come out? The Lord is offering you the opportunity to come out today, but you've got to want this. I can talk about it until the next hour is up. But you've got to want it. Somewhere down deep inside of you, you've got to want out. And you've got to want out badly enough to do whatever it takes with God to get out. And stay out. And stay free. That's the truth. He said, you won't prosper in your ways. Why? Because you're being rebellious. And rebellion is the same as witchcraft with God. That's not good, you know. He said that you'd be oppressed and robbed continually. Saints, God was faithful to his covenant promises to the Israelites, just as he is faithful to us. God drove out their enemies. There was none who could stand before them. The Israelites took possession of their inheritance and prospered and multiplied. They enjoyed all the covenant. They did. They eventually got it together. And it shall come to pass, Deuteronomy 28, beginning with verse 1, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do. Observe and to do. There's doing in it. All his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Hearken, listen, with intent to obey fully. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shalt thou be in the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Sounds like prosperity to me, doesn't it? I hope it does to you. They enjoyed the covenant. So, the challenge to you today is decide what you're going to do. Nobody can make you do it. It's up to you. Amen? You remember in in the old church they used to say, and now the doors of the church are open. Well, the doors of the church aren't going to close today, but we're inviting you to take up what the Lord has said to you today and to apply it to your own life and heart and to come out of bondage, come out of those fears, come out of that doubt, come out of that unbelief, Come out of that foolishness. Come out of that stubbornness. All those contrary ways of thinking. Drop that off. And pick up the scriptures. And let God speak to your heart. And bring you into freedom. Amen. God bless.
1: Praise God. What a powerful word today. If you're just joining us. I'm honored to bring to you Dr. Sabrina Sessions. Of Miracle Internet Church. And... This is a great teaching today. What shall we title this again for the archive today?
0: Let's see. Today, we're going to say, Breaking the Bondage with Jesus. Breaking the Bondage with, with Jesus. Jesus. Excellent.
1: Dr. Sabrina, I want you to tell people about your church and Miracle Internet Church radio
0: program as well. All right. Well, here it is. I am the pastor of two churches simultaneously. Miracle Outreach Church in Jacksonville, a a local assembly that walks in unity, praise the Lord, and Miracle Internet Church International. We form Miracle Outreach Ministries. And our internet church, our international internet church, is available to those who choose to participate. Amen? We meet on the Internet every Wednesday evening and Friday evening at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States of America. And whatever time that happens to be in your time zone. You said, well, I'm working. I live on the other side of the world. I'm working when you're alive. Guess what? In our archives, on our website, you can pull up the same broadcast and experience the same message that everyone else experienced when we were live on the air. And that's right. God has made it available to the whole wide world. Isn't that good of God? We think so. Our website is MiracleInternetChurch.com That's MiracleInternetChurch.com Amen? If you're on a cell phone, it's use your browser and find MiracleInternetChurch.com When the page comes up, if you're on a cell phone, across the banner, there's this black line, and there's three white dashes right smack in the middle. That's your link. Click that link, and it'll open all the other links up to you. And one of them says archives. That's where over 12 years... Ooh, that's a long time. Over 12 years a broadcast star. And, you know, we do two to three broadcasts every week. We also broadcast live on Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the United States, and whatever time zone that is, wherever you are. Amen? So we are readily available to all of you. So, whether you have a tablet or a computer or a cell phone, you can find us. Amen. We are available to you. You can come up and listen all day and all night if you desire. And God will change your life, I guarantee it. He will change your life. But you're going to have to change from that weak, whiny, um, you know, in in the spirit one minute, in the flesh the next minute person. You're going to have to grow and grow up into Christ. Amen? God is waiting to change your life. Come and join us.
1: Amen, Amen. folks. Be a part of it. Uh, once again, if someone would also like to financially support the work of Miracle Internet Church, do you have PayPal on the website or other ways they
0: can get Yes, we do. We have PayPal. Uh, There's Right across the banner, there's uh, giving at Miracle Internet Church. You can mail it to us. You can PayPal us. You can just use your credit card. Most people fit in there somewhere. Amen? If you choose to mail it to us, you can send us a check or a money order. We have a PO box at the main post office. And I go there personally to get it out and to deposit it. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. You don't have to worry about that. God oversees our offering plate. So if you would like to bless us and support us, we thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we release his blessings into your life. Amen. Dr. Sabrina,
1: also, if someone happens to be in the Jacksonville area, are you still meeting at the Four
0: Points Hotel? Yes, we are. And we encourage you to email the pastor at gproom at before you decide to come. Because since COVID, we now schedule a certain guest that needs certain kind of attention and ministry. And we give them a degree of privacy. Our local church is smaller, so people are not intimidated by a whole lot of people seeing them get delivered. All right. So we ask that you let us know you're coming so I can make arrangements. Amen? Amen. Amen. If you you're... know, before you go visit your relatives, you call them and say, hey, I want to come see. I got vacation time. I want to come see you all at such and such time. Well, that's only polite.
1: Absolutely. That's good
0: manners. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's what God tells us to walk in, some good manners, some hospitality. So we're trying to, to facilitate that, and we'd like for you to cooperate with us. How about that? Cooperation in Jesus.
1: i tell you what. Uh, you'll be blessed if you can be part of the local services there, and wherever you are in the world, you can be part of the Online Miracle Internet Church, uh, Going Strong for Jesus. Amen. Every week. Um, I want to thank you for coming on today, Dr. Sabrina. We love and appreciate you. And uh, how do you like this uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time?
0: I'm doing fine. I can get some coffee and wake up.
1: (laughs) That's all right. Absolutely. Amen for coffee. And uh, I want you to look at your schedule for August. I've just started uh, to build it. Today's the first. And find me some more dates and let's get you back on.
0: All right. We'll do that.
1: Love you in the Lord. We'll see you soon.
0: All right. Love you too. Health to you all.
1: Thank you. That was Dr. Sabrina Sessions. Great woman of God. Hope you enjoyed that message. Well, folks, thank you for uh, bearing with me. Uh, Some great news. First family member to visit me since we have been here on the island, come seven years ago. Uh, My brother Damon came in. I picked him up at the airport last week, and uh, it's been a whirlwind. We have uh, been fellowshipping. He's uh, getting to bond with his uh, nieces and nephews and meeting my wife for the first time. And uh, we've had a great time visiting and fellowshipping with my brother and uh, he had some uh, extra points saved up with one of his hotel cards and so he stayed with us a few days and then um, he went on down to uh, the beach area and is staying at a hotel room down there and I visited him just today and so he's going back and forth so we've had a a great time in the Lord and uh, I was not able to do a program yesterday because I was down at the uh, other part of uh, the city, CUDA, and uh, thank you for bearing with me as I took a day off. We're back today, and uh, praise the Lord, it is August. Welcome to August. And I've been thinking in my mind about our schedule, and uh, I'm having a real hard time right now going to bed uh, after these shows, and so basically I do these shows Uh, sometimes till 2 a.m. my time, which is 2 p.m. Eastern. And then uh, my son, Jeremiah, gets up at 7. So I'm getting about four and a half hours of sleep uninterrupted. And then if I don't take a nap uh, in the evening, which I haven't been doing, I'm just dragging. So I'm thinking about modifying the schedule yet again. And maybe going back to the evening programs, which is morning over here, means I can get a good night's rest if I go to bed at a decent time and go back to a 7 or 8 p.m. schedule and do some evening shows but also uh, keep this 10 a.m. Eastern in the mornings because my international guests love it and then I've got some on the west coast that it's working out for good too so I think I need to keep both I think we need to keep a uh, 10 a.m. program that'll accommodate like Dr. Hansen in uh, Washington State Michael Cummins, he comes on tomorrow at 10 a.m. which is 3 p.m. UK And then begin to do some evening programs again. And so uh, that way I can get to bed uh, hopefully by midnight, my time, wake up, do some more shows, and I'm fresh. And then I still have all day to work on some special projects, which I'm trying to initiate right now, uh, to bring in some some income to stay afloat. So um, I think it's the best of both worlds. We do a, a day morning program and we do some evening programs again. Give me your feedback on that. Of course, we have people tuning in from all over and uh, many of you uh, really doesn't matter when we're live because uh, you catch the archives anyway but that is what I'm mulling around right now Uh, evening and a morning show okay what else did I want to mention to you Um, well kids have a few days off this week Uh, Balinese special ceremonies going on three days I have never seen a country that takes more days off. If you're a child, you love it because you don't have to go to school. But I'm like, come on, people go to work. It seems like every time I turn around, someone's taking a um, a holiday over here. I mean, every week, <laughs> every month at least, they're doing ceremonies. So it was kind of interesting today. I didn't know if I'd hit traffic. And actually, there wasn't much traffic. I think people are, um, have went to the villages in some cases for these ceremonies going on. This is a very interesting island. A lot of people coming to this island now. This place was closed down for a few years. When it opened up, they started trickling. Now 10 million or more visitors per month, I think, are coming in here. Uh, So many people are coming in here. I heard the other day that there's a Russian group that is buying a parcel of land and are going to build like 40 or 50 apartments, or was it 400 apartments? I think it was something like that, for Russians uh, who are coming to the island. And then Ukrainians are coming, you know. Both groups trying to escape the war machine. This is an interesting place. Okay. Well, we're back to August and, um, uh, man, August. Good grief. It'll be Thanksgiving and Christmas before we know it. Where's the year going? Is this crazy or what? So, I've got to start building the schedule, so I'm thinking through my mind. Uh, and I, I will start, I'll pull the trigger one way or the other tomorrow. And, um, We'll begin to fill this thing in, in there for you. and Then I will post the official schedule up on the website and Facebook. Hope you all are doing great out there. You know, we haven't done Speak My Word in a few days, so um, let's do that. Let me uh, save this program. We'll go to a song or two, and then we'll come back and do another program. Here we go.